And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, the Lord speaks. The Lord speaks through the stars above and nature below. He speaks through people and circumstances. God speaks through a variety of methods. But the one that we doubt the most is when God speaks directly to us. We operate in such doubt and fear that we often attribute God's voice to something else. So why are we afraid to believe that God speaks today? If he didn't, you and I wouldn't be saved. And we all know that the word of God is alive. Next, I amaze myself. Yeah, that's not in a good way. I'm amazed that whatever my circumstances, I still operate in a healthy amount of, this is a total waste of time, let's get it going, God, attitude. <laughs> Ever do that? Like, speed it up, God. Speed it up. In case you think I'm being self-effacing or foolish, I said this very thing in front of my wife. I say, and I quote, come on, God, let's get it going. Do you know why I make such a statement? Because I don't understand why God allows what he allows. But I do know this. His word is filled with examples of him using people in their places in ways and at times those people never imagined. And it ain't no different today. And finally, the prosperity gospel, not my thing. However, I'm not convinced that the connection to this thinking is evil, just very wrong. Some of the thought processes are pretty good, but that would be from an understanding the value that God places upon us. However, practically walking from a Christian perspective, the way to live is to die, and the way to gain is to let go, because this journey is the opportunity to lay up for the next life. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and the way they... So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show. Isn't that cool? During the show, you can email us. That's fun. David at hemustincrease.org. David at hemustincrease.org. During the show. I'll get it right here. Okay? You can text us, 214-210-8483. During the show, right here. Right on my phone, if it works. Most of the time it works. 214-210-8483. You can call us during the show. 
972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, what's cool is that when you do call us, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. All right, now, just so you can know, talking about Dynamite D, that's like getting a surprise birthday present after your birthday, an unexpected present that you weren't anticipating, but that is totally awesome. Glory to God. There you go. I mean, is that great or what? Is that not just like that is great. your birthday's over, you're like, diddy! Like, a little what? bit of extra on the side. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I'm not saying that's from a personal example, but maybe, you know, maybe. Here's the uh, the way that we operate things around here. You might have a question, a thought, a comment. You might have an opinion. We get it. We're not trying to tell you not to have those. In fact, we like that you have those. There are certain shows that we offer on this station that are really geared towards giving you that opportunity to share that, especially if they're maybe a little bit more in the political realm, uh, we would say. In this show, our main focus is to spend our time just encouraging and building up. It's not anything against any other show, just what we're doing. We're just following Hebrews 10.25 and Hebrews 3.25, encouraging one another as we see the return of Jesus Christ getting closer and closer. And my friends, it is closer and closer and closer. We hope it happens before we finish this show. Before I finish the sentence, that would be fantastic from our perspective. Here is what we're looking for. If you've got some of those things you want to share, a prayer request, a prayer for this, a praise report. The Lord's been doing this in my life. Maybe you're going through stuff and you're seeing some victory, but you're not seeing all the victory. But you need to share what some of the victories are because it gives hope to other people. And maybe you just got the best recipe for apple pie with ice cream, which we're still waiting on. Don't say that, Dave. You're tempting me now. (laughs) (laughs) And then also you have an opportunity to answer this, which is a trivia question. Which prophet in the Old Testament said, Woe to me, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. What prophet in the Old Testament said that? If you think you know, by the way, you are welcome to uh, either call in 972-445-0770, text in 214-210-8483, or email david at org. In the meantime, we will do our DNA. DNA is our building blocks of our Christian existence, and we start D with... D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. How often? Daily. Daily. (laughs) Daily. I mean, daily. All right, somebody's calling in. We'll get that close. But listen, daily. I just want to say, how often should you spend time with God? Daily. Okay, got it. Uh, Number two, so that's the D for draw closer to the Lord daily. And never be ashamed. You notice how we kept saying daily, daily, daily. Remember Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. So teaching us in prayer, he's teaching us to pray daily, just to let you know. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus has to say. Never, 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 never. Or Jesus will be ashamed of you. Do you want Jesus to be ashamed of you? Don't be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. The world does not have a heaven to put you in. Okay, and then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means other people, 
other people. Not always family either. Not always friends either. Just other people are on your radar so that you could be praying and caring and loving on them. Okay? We do have somebody ready to answer the trivia question and send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, this is Mr. Daly. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> How is Chicago? No. <laughs> Well, in New York, uh, it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> and San Diego is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's good. That was a good one right there. All right, my good friend. <laughs> what prophet said, woe to me. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Well, what kind of prophet is that? Like, it's kind of, he lost his business. <laughs> What's, what is that prophet's name? His name is Jeremiah. No, Isaiah. Isaiah is correct, sir! I've always been challenged by that passage just for this, okay? Just for this. Ready? Ready? I am a man yeah. of unclean lips. Now, don't you just want to know why? What'd you say? <laughs> you know, what, what is okay. it you said? Could you you said that. Me? <laughs> Excellent job, my brother. That's great work. I appreciate that. How you doing? Um, I, I think I'm doing good. I could see a sun donuts right in front of my face. You can see a what? Sun donuts place. So I a think donut place? A little... I assume you're going to stop in then. No, I'm driving by. Oh, <laughs> I'm not see. Stopping. I'm not going to well, say that. I mean, a... You were saying something about different recipe that you need? Yeah, like yeah. Brownie recipe or what? Yeah, we, we were looking for an apple pie with ice cream recipe, but you're driving by a yeah, donut place. Pre- I just want to say. I could send you a very simple recipe. <laughs> go to the store and buy it? <laughs> yeah, go to Costco and. <laughs> <laughs> All right, knucklehead. <laughs> hey, I'm going to share um, sure. a little a victory. Um, Yes. You know, yesterday I was at the doctor's office, so I was having some challenging to pay my bill, and I was talking to the person, the billing person, hey, could you make a payment plan? Uh, I mean, I want to pay it, but I'm not in a position to pay it. It happened to be the next counter. Somebody was listening, and he just blessed me 50 bucks towards my, my doctor's bill. Wow. So, yeah, so it's a Merry Christmas, so I thanked him. I mean, that was totally Lord. I never met that person, and probably I will never see him. Wow, what so, a blessing. So th- That's a great so that, praise. Uh, yeah, that was Lord, probably. Yeah, definitely. That great praise. Me. Great job, brother. That's really good. I'm glad to hear that happen for you. All right. All right, All right. We'll... thank you, brother. All right, you take care. We'll talk soon. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, boy, oh, boy, we got to... We're just, like, all over, huh? That's the way we like it. <laughs> We're all over the place. That's the way we like it around here. A um, couple things I want to say that are important, and then we'll get uh, to the teaching. So I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do the teaching because it, it's too long, and we'll have to break and so on and so forth. But here's something that is really, really important, and that is this. You are a Christian, now, most of you are. I will not say every person who ever listens to the show is a Christian. We know that's a fact that that's not the case. But for the majority of you, you're a Christian. And holding on or caring about one another or taking care of one another, that is the call that Jesus Christ has put on every Christian. 
not on some, on all of us. We have a responsibility, a requirement, a command from the Lord. So he gave a summation of the commands to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love your neighbors, you love yourself. But in John 13, 34, 35, he gave us a new command. That's to love one another. The embracing of people in their victories and in their weepings is an essential mark yeah. of genuine Christianity. I mean, is that, it's just, I don't, all this, that, whatever, you know, I, I, I have relatives and uh, we laugh because sometimes we call them, <laughs> it's okay, don't get upset. Sometimes we call them the chosen frozen, okay? But their character, they love in an excellent capacity. They might be frozen in some things, but my friends, they are chosen by the Lord because they they demonstrate by action and by word their love and their commitment. Now, is that not just so powerful? Some of you, it's cool because you get to uh, uh, do things for other people. You don't realize that those moments, even that little thing like with Samson, that's a proof of that. It's just the blessings of that. Right. So in it, to me, Dave, it's like being most like God. Yeah, that's excellent. Great way to put that. If you really want to reflect Jesus, reflect Jesus. That would be the way to do it. Right. They loved him because he loved them. See, I'm starting to get this stuff, Dave. Oh, good. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770. Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. But I want us to get this specific scripture, and it's really important. It's Romans chapter 4, verse 18 through 21. It says this, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, and so became the father of many nations, just as it was said, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, his faith he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Hey, it was not... Oh, impossibility. God gave him a promise when he was 75. It didn't get to fulfilled until he was 100. 25 years between promise and fulfillment. God made sure he was good and dead before the promise came about so that when Isaac was born, everybody knew it's amazing. It's a miracle. Exactly. And and it wasn't that Abraham didn't know he was ha- he was old. He faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old, 99 before the conception took place, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Verse 20, yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. It doesn't say that Abraham went through this and turned around and yelled at God and complained. He gave glory to God. He knew God could do this. And he believed that the promise that God had given him was important. And he held on to that, even though facing the fact the circumstance was completely wiped out. Guess what? God showed up. I'm telling you right now, you can tell me all you want about circumstances and situations and your feelings and your processes, but I am telling you, when God shows up, 
according to Scripture and according to testimony, to the law and to the testimony, the Scripture says, to the prophets and to the testimony. Here's what you got to be aware of. When God shows up, changes everything. And you're thinking, well, will that happen for Easton Scott? I hope so. But guess what? If my daughter spends her whole life believing and Easton's whole life believing that God can step in and this can change and that may yet happen, she's not done a bad thing. She's raised a child with this gracious hope. If God decides not to do that, instead of complaining about it, it's about giving glory to God, believing that he knows what is in our best interest, even when we don't understand. And yes, I get it. There are tough things. I went through a a, a myriad of tough things, and I'm surprised. First of all, I'm surprised that I'm still alive. Second of all, I'm surprised that the Lord brought me through any of them. I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy of it. But he did it anyway. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. So much to do, so little time. (laughs) It's all I keep thinking. I don't know. I don't know if we can take this thing to two hours or not, but boy, oh boy, sometimes you think it'd be a lot easier if I could. Uh, Please don't forget to pray for us as we are praying right now in the serious mode now. Now, this is a serious mode for us. Noelle and I are just thinking, we talked about it again today before the show. It's like, is there this possibility that we should relocate so we can get closer to the studio uh, it's a lot. There's a lot involved there. It's not as simple as just saying, oh, just move because of her job and, and so on. So we're just trying to figure out how to uh, how to handle this. So just keep us in prayer. and uh, We would appreciate that. We value that very, very highly. All right, here's your trivia question. True or false, David said to Saul, I cut off the corner of your robe, but I did not kill you. True or false? Now, remind me to make a comment about this when that's over, okay? Okay. Al gets the pow-pow, by the way, just to let you know. He's the first one on there. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That would be the number to call, 214-210-8483. That would be the number to text. And then david at hemustincrease.org. That would be the email. Um, I do have a short joke. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Okay. <clears throat> now, for those that get easily offended, there is a new uh, radio station, uh, 96.96.96.96 or something. Uh, just turn on that. <laughs> Here we go. Allison Mildred... Two sisters kept up their feud for 30 years. On Mildred's 70th birthday, Alice, who was 75, felt the pain and remorse. But it passed. Yet later, when she heard Mildred was ill, she felt compelled to visit her. From her sickbed, Mildred looked sternly at her sister. At last, she said in a faint voice, The doctors say I'm seriously ill, Alice. If I pass away, I want you to know you're forgiven. But if I pull through, things stay just the way they are. (laughs) 
Come on. That's a good way. Come on. <laughs> my pull through things stay just the way they are. True or false, David said to Saul, I cut off the corner of your robe but did not kill you. Is that true or false? 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-843 or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. you got to wonder because we've done this show. <clears throat> this is like we've we've probably told like 2,000 in my burrito career, 3,000 jokes. Wow. And live on radio. I wonder if there's a record there or something. A lot of jokes, Dave. Yeah, well, let's hope there's not a record where they go, it'll be five more years, Dave. Click, clink. Anyway. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, God didn't speak to you, did he? That's the name of this DDD. You like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. John chapter 12. Uh, verse 28 through 30, Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said this voice has come for your sake, not mine. Doesn't take a lot of theology. Doesn't take a, a, a master at exegetical communication on scriptural references in the elements of understanding the hermeneutical approach. Oh, please. Jesus prays, Father, glorify your name. A voice comes from heaven. I have glorified it. I will glorify it again. And here's the response from the crowd. It thundered. And then the other people said, well, it must have been an angel that spoke. My whole point in bringing this up is why is it so hard to believe that God would speak? What has happened in society? I understand, and I liked uh, laughing too. And for those of you that remember the operator, the telephone operator, uh, her name's escaping me right now, but she would go a one z a two z a three z. Her name's just uh, getting by me, but somebody will text me and remind me what her name was. Anyway, she used to say in her comedy routine, "If we talk to God, it's called prayer. If He talks to us, it's called schizophrenia." It's like, what? wait, what? <laughs> oh, wow. How is that not true? That that most of us know that. It's like, look, a voice comes from heaven. It's in the scripture. Do you believe the word of God or not? Are you a Bible believer? Yes or no? Yes, I am a Bible believer. Oh, Lily Tomlin. That was it. That's what I couldn't think of. Anyway, so uh, that's right. So you guys got that right. All right. So it was thunder. So that's not that close to think God spoke and they think it's thunder. You kind of feel like there's a distance there. Like thunder's like. And then you have this other group. So the crowd stood there and they heard it and said it thunders. Others said it was an angel. So you got you almost give them credit that they're getting closer. It's like thunder? No. Angel? Closer. It's closer, right? But neither of those was correct. God spoke, and Jesus said this about it. This voice has come for your sake, not for mine. God speaks for the sake of the people to hear it. Yet most of us are like, God doesn't speak. No, we don't listen. We either think it's thunder, or we think it's angel, or circumstance, or this, or that, whatever. And yet, God's still saving people every single day. 
And people will go, well, but but Dave, that's because of the gospel and that's because of the, the word of God. Well, first of all, that's not the only way that happens. Some people have visions of Jesus and become Christians. So stop doing that. that. That's silly. Number two, it was the Holy Spirit who wrote the Bible and the Holy Spirit in writing the Bible speaks to people fresh and we know that the word of God is alive. Number three, why would you think it bizarre that God would speak with people since, wait, he spoke with people from Adam and Eve on. I know, no, I don't. But now we're in America. <laughs> but is there is there like a voice blackout there where you can't God can't speak, it's America. <laughs> what is wrong with people? What is wrong with us that we would not think God would speak to us? Why? Well, I'm not sure if it's the Lord. Hey, you got this thing called the plumb line. It's Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21. And if you hear the voice of God and it's contrary to what's written, then you know it wasn't the Lord. But if it's not contrary to what is written and it's in line with what is written, what's the problem? I just tell me what the problem is. What's, what's, what, what's the, what, why is everybody having a conniption fit? What's going on? Is it because of so much fear and doubt in society, Dave? Does that play a part in it? It's that, but there's one more element that's just a little higher. You want to know what it is? This will just blow your mind. Let me it's hear it. pride, but let me tell you why. Because people don't want to be wrong. Ooh. They don't want to go, it wasn't God. You see what I'm saying? And gotcha. that's so they don't want to be wrong. And if you don't want to be wrong, you'd rather just not say, and we just won't say anything. Let me tell you something. You're all listening to my voice. And I know God has spoken to you through the word of God. You don't have to tell me that. But I would venture if I if the Lord would allow me to bet, but he doesn't allow me to bet. But if he allowed me to bet, I'd bet that every one of you God has spoken to you at some capacity. And you're just afraid to go, yep, you did. Wow. It's thunder. No, it's an angel. And Jesus is like, no, it's the voice of God. There's your theology. Okay? <laughs> so you want it? There it is. Jesus is the one who said it. If you don't like it, tell him he's wrong. Uh, true or false, David said to Saul, I cut off the corner of your robe and I did not kill you. That is, in fact, true. And the comment I wanted to make is this. If David had said, I cut off the corner of your robe and I killed you, then he wouldn't have said it to Saul because then Saul would have been dead. See, so that would not have <laughs> Got to think these things through. True. <laughs> Even on the trivia questions. Got to think it through, people. All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. 
That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. Dr. Robert Jeffress on hell. I had a lady one time, uh, we did a Q&A session in our church. We call Ask the Pastor. Usually I know what they're going to ask, but this lady raised her hand and she said, Pastor, if a woman is pregnant at the rapture, does that mean she will be pregnant throughout eternity? <laughs> and I paused for a second and I said, yes. It's called hell. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's I mean, there are some unanswered questions about all of this, but I do think we can know we're going to know one another. The David Spoon Experience. The Christian faith is being attacked. Fifty years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we are just getting through another show. It's just fast show, fast show today. Hang on, right? Here's your trivia question. Who turned down favors from a king with the words... You may keep your gifts for yourself and give your rewards to someone else. Who turned down favors from a king with those words? Ooh. I'll give you a hint in a little bit. If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. I do want to send you up to the website. Two things to remind you. Uh, one, don't forget to be uh, in prayer for us. People, hello. Thank you for Noel and I. Number two, praise and prayer reports are are those that's on the website. If you have something that you want to share, but you don't want to do it on the radio, we'll do it for you. I mean, uh, uh, I could be pretty good. That's pretty nice. Actually. <laughs> this is all available. And then also the opportunity to give, and we're not going to be shy about that. Give, 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 give. Thank you. Go to he must increase dot org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org
And watch up, Doc. Yeah, that's the gold. That's the yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the, one. the gold. Okay. Now, one day we're gonna have D play the really long one when we're like really, really stalled for time or something, and he'll see how long that goes. <laughs> I want to see how long that one is. Uh, see, this one is about twenty nine seconds. So that one was this, about a minute. This is the one that's long. Is like long, <laughs> like long, like that. All right. Uh, where are we at? All right. I've never had to say this to everybody before, so I'm going to say it again. Every person is wrong on the guess on the trivia so far. Wow. Never happened before. I got to give a hint, Dave. Who turned down favors from a king with the words, you may keep your gifts for yourself and your rewards for someone else? He was a prophet. What? What? Remember, to a king. Said it to a king. We do have somebody ready to make the call. It's going to be a brave moment here on the show. Send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? <laughs> this is Don, and I'm trying to be real brave here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that. That is so fantastic. Well, I, you know, I have to do the first impression I get. That, I mean, that's the first question you answer i have to get it it's the second you say it uh, and, the, and what came to my mind was daniel that is correct sir <laughs> you're right impressive it is daniel who said that to belshazzar it's right he's remember yeah, he's he said, ex- him a, exactly a, gold chain and a purple robe that's right he said did you he, and he turned down the favors from a king with the words you yeah. may keep your gifts for yourself Woo. and your rewards for someone else <laughs> you have done well grasshopper that is very good <laughs> That is well, really I listened, strong. I listened, I listened to you a while ago on the other question you had about cutting off the thing, cutting off the robe. Yep. And I said, I said, yeah, that is kind of true. But he said something else, and then you said you said something else later. So anyway, I would have got it right too. <laughs> well, do you you have pulled it together and helped the audience find redemption in trivia. Nice job. All right, brother. Thank you, brother. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. God bless you. <laughs> oh, we are just crazy here. All right. Uh, we do have history. I got two really good teaches, too, that are will finish us up with. So let's do this, okay? Let's do the history. Let's get that done real quickly. Let's go All right, not a ton, ton, ton of history. Today is National Microwave Oven Day, which is like, okay, well, see, I drink tea at night, like, so, and then I drink night tea. And, yeah, I do. In the daytime and at night. Yeah, I, I like I'm tea. I like a lot of tea. I'm not a teetotaler, but I like tea. Uh, and I use the microwave for it all the time. See, I have it wired down here. It's three three minutes, 40 seconds. I mean, I exactly. So it's, but I have a 20-ounce cup, so it's a little different. All right. Uh, today is also Festival Sweaters Day, and that's where you have those really goofy sweaters. You know, uh, that's where you put the oi in the joy mm-hmm. and put the oi in. And then it's Put On Your Own Shoes Day, which is only good for somebody like myself who says to my grandchildren, put on your own shoes. <laughs> because... Grandpa's not the kind of guy that goes, oh, let me do that for you, booby. Yeah, that's not happening. 
Put them on yourself. What's the matter? Don't you know what Velcro is? Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, 1768 on this date, the first edition of Encyclopedia Britannica is published. 1969, Detroit, Michigan. They sold that set to my parents for us kids. Okay. Let's <laughs> see if you can get that one. Uh, 1865, 13th Amendment to the United States. Constitution's ratified banning slavery. It's fantastic. Everybody should be like, Yes. Now the entire society and culture is trying to re-slave everybody, which is so weird. I just can't even figure it out. 1955, baseball helmets are introduced. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. It's like so they played like all that time without baseball helmets. They were yes. hard nose back then. And then uh, finally, 1964, before you guys start freaking out, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is uh, – is, uh, uh, promoted for the first time and see noel and i like that because levi our dog we sing i know this sounds crazy but we go levi the red nose reindeer had a- <laughs> i bet he likes that too doesn't he he just looks at us like where's the treat man where's the treat he goes i, I just don't give me the treat the treat i just want the treat he wants the treat you can keep the singing he's just gonna it's like he has to get through it it's like okay it's cute can i have my treat super all right let me let me go to this this is a fantastic teaching if we could process it. Okay, and again, I only say I don't say because I'm teaching. It's better than all the word of God. Anything I've ever taught is better than I am. Period. But this is important to understand. Esther chapter four verse thirteen and fourteen. Mordecai told the messenger to reply to Esther. Don't think that you will escape the fate of all the Jews because you are in the king's palace. If you keep silent at this time, liberation and deliverance will come to the Jewish people from another place, but you and your father's house will be destroyed. Who knows? For perhaps you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Wow. Just wonderful portion. In the book of Esther, Mordecai is telling Esther, okay, number one, you're not going to escape just because you you have this high level of influence and power and authority and you're enjoying it and everything's going great and there's never a problem. That doesn't mean you're going to, to be uh, removed from any trauma or any, any stuff that's going to happen. You're still a part of this. Number two, deliverance is going to come from God. It's going to come to his people. God is going to deliver his people. And for all those that are sitting there wondering, is God going to deliver me? Yes. Is he going to deliver you the way you want to? No, probably not. Is he going to deliver you in the same timing you think he should? Probably not. But is he going to deliver you? Yes, because he made a commitment to and he'll never fail on that promise. He's just going to coordinate it for his plan, his purposes, his perfect will. But maybe you're in a place, listen to what I'm going to say, maybe you're in a position Maybe you're in a spot of influence, all for the benefit of others, all for a moment of service to God. Perhaps you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Perhaps everything has led up to something that's about to happen. You think, well, it could never be that way. It's like, not only can it be that way, but Scripture bears out in testimony that this happens on an often basis. That for the pur- the purposes that a person is in influence, position, and or a place, and by influence, that it's relational relationship influence, all for the benefit of somebody else you might not even be aware of, 
all for a moment of service to God and for his people. And what I want you to understand, what I want to communicate without, you know, messing it up is, you know, most people think, well, you know, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70, I'm 80, I'm 90, I'm 20, I'm 30, I'm 40. My time has passed. My time has passed. Moses didn't even go into ministry that was ordained of God until the last third of his life. And it only takes a moment for a miracle, and God might not yet have done that big thing that he's going to do through you, and you don't know. Perhaps the thing that the Lord desireth of thee has not yet come. What would you think of that? I was like, oh, man, I better be, I better be watching. I better be ready. If my master calls, I better be ready to respond, right? Perhaps everything that you've done, I could say the same thing about me. Oh, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Perhaps everything that God wanted of me has not even yet appeared on my radar. And you've thought of that? It's like, I'm going to give a far out example, but just to kind of, so all the stuff I go through in my life, great. Let's say I'm older, 20, 25 years older, and then I have a great grandchild, and the great grandchild comes and visits me in the hospital just before I'm going to pass on. And I tell that great grandchild, you know what? There is peace with God through Jesus Christ. And then I pass on. And then that grandchild goes on and becomes this massive evangelist. I don't know. You can't tell God how that's going to go. You know what you do? You know what you do? You look up. You say thank you. You surrender. You do your best to be earnest and honest with the Lord. When you're really upset, don't lie about it. I mean, it's not like he doesn't know. I just can't figure this out. It's really frustrating me. I really don't like it. But you also put in that portion of faith that Jesus did when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's like, you know, I really like this cup to pass for me. <laughs> it wasn't being dishonest. I'd really like to skip by this thing. But closes it out with what? Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. You can bring anything you want to God. Do it. Do it earnestly. Do it honestly. Okay? but surrender. That is the call of the Christian. But surrender. Okay? All right. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No. 
Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. The David Spoon Experience. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. How are you, my bro? I'm doing good. I'm uh, under a tree in the shade and eating uh, chicken and dumplings. Nice. That's nice. Good for you. You just that's how you're in the shade eating chicken and dumplings. I like it. All right. I, I gave this I gave this clue and I think some people might have not quite caught it, so I'm hoping you did. Which King said mm-hmm. as I was lying in my bed, the images and visions that passed through my mind terrified me. Uh, are you looking for a Nebuchadnezzar? That is correct, sir. Yes, sir. Remember now. The reason that I gave the moo sound is because he uh-huh. was driven and he ate with the cattle, and so I just gave the moo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was quite an experience for the man to be a king and then have to eat and be like a cow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. God's got to humble us sometimes, and we just got to accept it, you know. That's exactly right. You know, you think about that guy, and you think he that guy, he would have been, and even Daniel warned him, he would have been fine, except he walked out on that, he walked out on his foyer, and he goes, I have built all this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was a dumb thing to say right there. That that was it. You and Elsie the cow, that's what happened right there. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's exactly right. No, I'll tell you. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, life is uh, full of surprises, but one thing you cannot do is be haughty in the, air, in the presence of the Lord. I know that. Amen, <laughs> so, brother. Yeah. All right. Well, it's good to talk to you. I, I encourage Gabriel to continue to rise to his profession. It'll be good. Yep, you got it. And we'll work it all, all together, right. and we'll help him get there. Right? Well, all right. Look, all right, brother. We'll I love, love you in the Lord, Lord. bro. Yeah, right. we love you, too. Thanks for praying for me. I appreciate that. You got it. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for your last trivia question. Who advised Jesus? Send the people away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countrysides and find food and lodging. Who advised Jesus to do that? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. So you got all those opportunities. Who advised Jesus? So you just think about that. It's probably not really in an advisory capacity. Remember, this is a question I'm reading from a book. 
but, uh, who you know, advised Jesus, send the people away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodging, which tells you that they neither had food nor lodging. They had neither one. Uh, for those that are unaware of that. Again, 972-445-0770. Also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Uh, I'm going to take this time just to remind you guys, modified schedules not next week, but the week after. I think our modified schedule, I'm pretty sure the 21st, uh, we're on the 19th and 20th, and then the 21st and the 22nd are being preempted for the basketball. And then if SMU basketball, if they win, then the 23rd would be preempted. But if they don't win, then we'll be back on, on the 23rd. So I think that's how the schedule goes. And then Christmas, we're off. What are we off? The 26th and the 2nd and the second for New Year's? I think that's what we're off. Something like that. Does that sound right? Something like that. All right. Good guess. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just telling you guys so you know. I'll, I'll, I mean, I know those are probably pretty right. I'll get them up there. And then the last thing I just want to remind you. So on the podcast, we had everything going, everything smooth. We have one little hiccup that's come up, and we should be able to get it fixed in the next 48 hours. Don't worry about it. It'll be okay. I promise. And if you didn't hear the very first segment, very first teaching, I would encourage you to listen to that. That's really uh, an important teaching. Okay. Uh, let's get into our actual teach as we close this show out. Another Hour and a half blowing by. Boy, just can't even keep up. So fast. So fast. All right. Uh, John chapter 12, verse 23 through 26 says the following. Uh, Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. Whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Sometimes when you hear the teachings or you read the teachings of Jesus, you know, there's many, many times, I should say, where you hear him and you, like, go, yay! <laughs> like, yay! Uh, nothing's impossible! Yay! He can overcome all this! Yay! And then there's these teachings right here, <laughs> and these are a part of the teachings, and I actually call this DDD the call to end. And it's just... It's, it's as much weird theology has come out in the world. It's pretty it's pretty straightforward. Jesus goes, okay, so if you have a grain of wheat, okay, and it uh, it just kind of sits there, nothing happens. <laughs> okay. He goes, however, he goes, if it dies, it bears much fruit. And then the next verse he goes, uh, whoever serves me must follow me. And Jesus goes, I'm like that grain of wheat. So everybody is like, well, you don't really have to die. It's like you absolutely positively have to die to yourself, period. There is no – it's not even close, okay? The hours come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. Whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. That's pretty straightforward. No, he's talking symbolically. No, he's not. 
Here's what he says. You, you love this life so much? This is like the greatest thing ever? Message for you. Wrong lifetime. That's the, that's the message. You hate this life? Can't wait to get to the next? Boy, are you going to be happy. That's what he says. I didn't write it. Anyone who serves me must follow me. <laughs> Whoa. Okie dokie. <laughs> so unless the wheat dies, it remains alone. If it dies, it bears much fruit. You know who that is? You. <laughs> Me. All of us. We are. Ready? We are wheat. That's right. We are wheat. And I know people are like, I don't like that. So, so what? This is what we have. It's not as though the Lord doesn't know what your desires are, okay? If, uh, if, if you... Pour your heart into the Lord. He will pour his heart into you, okay? He will give you the desires of your heart, all right? But he will give them to you, not you will manufacture them. He will provide them for you. In fact, the truth of the matter is, and I remember talking to my brother about this a long, long time ago, we don't even know what we want. We kind of think we know what we want, maybe, and then you get it and you go, that wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be. Only God knows exactly what would make every part of your heart go ding, 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 ding. You don't. And so in that, in that, we entrust ourselves to him. Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Let him give you the desires of your heart. Die to yourself and live to him that he might produce in you real life. And the reason that's important is because he's the creator of life and he's telling you, hey, you want the real key to this? Stop being you, you, you. Surrender to me and you will live, live, live. That's the key. That's it. And what people want to do is they want to make a complex or make a formula. Make the, Here's the formula. Enough. When the Lord spoke to me when I was pin-smoking that hash before I was delivered, just two words he spoke to me. I mean, it was pretty good because I had done quite a few drugs up to that point. He just spoke two words, as audible as audible gets anywhere in the universe. That's enough. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> you know what? That was enough. Took all those bongs, took those pipes, took that cocaine, took that hash, took that pot, flushed it down the toilet, broke the pipes like a sacrifice, threw them in the trash can, went to bed and said, now it's up to you because I can't do it. Leave this in my hands. What a mess. You're going to have to take this out. I can't do it. But that was dying to me, and then I became alive to him. Now, am I always alive to him? No. Do I do it perfectly? No. You listen to the show, you know better. But this is the simplicity of it. If there is something in your life that you need to just die from, you just need to help him, have him help you die from it. This is not enough. Because whatever you think is important on this side is not. And no, it's not the journey. It's the destination. The journey is 80 or 100 years. The destination's eternity. What kind of dumb thinking is that? It's great for a bumper sticker. It's not great for your spirit. So we come to an end of ourselves because in that end, we find real life. When you come to an end, the more we end, the more we become alive.
And then you get a whole nother understanding of the of the term born again. Right? You get this whole other depth that God has something new and better than what this side offers. Isn't that cool? It's just cool stuff. Okay. I need to go on and teach and teach, but let's just leave it there. Uh, who advised Jesus? Send the people away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and uh, find food and lodging. I was not actually looking for a specific name, so I will give everybody credit who did this. Is The primary answer is the disciples. The disciples were the one. Uh, Joanne and Cordelia get the pow-pow on that one. Uh, it's important to know that they weren't trying to be mean or anything. They were just like, okay, we can't, we can't handle this. We, we, you're going to have to take care of this. And it's like, got it. Okay. You feed them. Jesus said, and they were like, what, what? Isn't it amazing? The Lord has you do things you could never think you could pull off. Right. Yet he doesn't ask you to do something without a purpose. It's always, it's always purposeful. Everything God does in your life has a purpose, whether you like it or not. That's a good thought. Whether you like it or not. Yeah? Always. All right. Folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Just as I am, you reach down and see the views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.